1: like you've never heard it before, The Laws of Life, with Gary Hertzberg on cliffcentral.com.
2: I'm Gary Hertzberg, and this is The Laws of Life on cliffcentral.com. Alongside me today, Lionel mccorkut Welcome to you, Lions. Thank you very much, Gary, and to
0: our podcasters. Good afternoon. Hmm.
2: It's good to be back. It really is. Yeah. So, Lions, here's a story of aggravation and frustration. Hmm. Yeah. A few years back, one of our bright young students was awarded a four-year bursary by government CETA, S-E-T-A. Mm. All very exciting for, for all. Uh, I mean, a four-year bursary to study a BSc in beautiful Switzerland wow. is a dream for any young South African, is Come it not? true. Yeah. As it turns out, lines the CETA paid for one year, and when the student called for the rest, the CETA backtracked on the contract, refusing to pay. Huh this left the student who was studying in Switzerland basically yodeling for his supper
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Bravo
0: DJ Kerry <laughs> where did you get this one
2: <laughs> that's what they do in switzerland uh let's get uh, the very student who's no more student let's get him on the line i think he's still in switzerland it's you luanda lesejo alexander welcome are you with us
3: yes gary hi yeah, thank
2: you for having me. cool really good to speak to you where are you actually i'm actually in
3: london at the moment okay um
2: yeah. we uh, have, I will have
3: to that yodeling was very accurate. <laughs> the question <laughs> is don't get a recorder on me. <laughs> Have you learned to yodel yet? Uh, getting getting there. Just uh, working on it.
2: You learn yeah. to eat chocolates, Swiss chocolate, cheese and, and and buying Rolex watches, I guess, in Switzerland. Uh
3: not no, haven't reached that last one yet, but yeah, I know it is a great experience.
2: Great learning experience. Mm. Uh, Luanda, we have in studio your attorney who, work, who walked a, a long way with you for years on this court case. We're going to discuss it in detail. Her name is uh, Lorna Ferguson, and we're going to welcome her. Hang in for one sec. Welcome to you, Lorna.
1: Thanks, Gary. Oh, you're out of
2: breath. You're a bit late today. So uh...
1: <laughs> No, I've been sitting here for a few minutes. Okay, cool.
2: Mm-hmm. This is your client that we're talking to.
1: I know. This is yeah. my, my darling little poster boy.
2: There, oh, yes.
0: post the boy. <laughs> well, I we've like got that. a
2: picture of him, Lions. He's a very good-looking guy. He's he's okay. standing with two two Swiss girls. I don't know where they're from. Those two girls. I don't know if you've seen the picture Luyanda. You will see it. We'll post it up.
1: It, it's your it's your your third year report. Uh, yeah. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Ah.
3: Yes. I think I have an idea of which one you're you're referring to.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're
2: going to discuss the case in detail. The hell you went through. Uh, With you and with Lorna, she'll give us more on the legal side. Mm. Let's quickly give out our Facebook page, the Laws of Life. With Gary Hertzberg, have a look please.
0: And you can like the page and you just actually can give us any uh, topic that you would like us to talk about and we'll make it upon that we find a specialist who is a lawyer, very qualified and overqualified in most cases to actually break down the subject matter. And if you really want to touch base with us on Twitter, it's at @HertzLaw, H-E-R-T-Z-L-A-W. That's where you can actually uh, touch base with us and you can also suggest any topics that you would like us to talk about. And Gary and myself will find somebody who's a specialist. A-O-S-S-A-W somebody who's overqualified to break down the subject matter just so that you get to understand the basis of it.
2: Our partner today is Legal Talk South Africa with the now it's just approximately 184,000 yeah, people. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: really baby. Yeah, baby. We're growing. We're growing. And to the partnership, kudos to you as well as the, uh, as well as the page itself, because that is where people can actually be empowered by actually getting all the information that they need. And in so doing, we are actually enlightening people and awakening their consciousness.
2: Yeah. So, Luanda, the, uh, The CETA, which is the Culture, Art, Tourism, Hospitality and Sports Sector Education and Training Authority, which is a full title known as Cath CETA, is one of 21 CETAs established, I think, as we all know, under the Skills Development Act. They, a few years ago, offered you a learnership to pursue a four-year BSc degree in Switzerland. Happy days for you. You must have been so excited to have been chosen as one of the South Africans.
3: Oh yes, I was very thrilled. I was very thrilled with opportunities, and it was extremely exciting as well.
2: What is the value Yet. would you estimate at that time of the four-year course?
3: Um, it's I don't have the numbers with me, unfortunately. I, I think um, Lorna does. Do you, you? Lorna? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's saving at, the day again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at, at that time, they budgeted that this was in May. To well, you you signed it in May, two thousand and thirteen. Um, they'd estimated 1.7 million for your bursary.
0: So does it doesn't include accommodation
2: everything? and his
1: flight over oh, okay. and everything. It was an all-inclusive bursary, okay. a very, a very prestigious wow. bursary. Yeah.
2: Luanda, the um, the course itself, it's a BSc in what actually? What is it?
1: Um,
3: yeah, it's a BSc in International Hospitality Management.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, it spans over. Four years. Uh, It you know starts off as a very kind of practical course. So you you are kind of you know in the trenches, really learning all of the different um, aspects that make a hospitality um, business, or whether that's the food and beverage side of things, whether that's you know the housekeeping front office, really understanding the roots, so that eventually, if you're going to find yourself in a management position, you can really relate to all the people who'll be working in those um, departments. You know how to you know, optimize them and and all of that. So a big value of the course is how you know how diverse it is. So growing over the years, we we studied you know marketing, accounting, uh, we did some law as well, you know, real estate, investment, finance, oh. real estate. It, it's it's a very it's a very um holistic
2: intense course, you know. Yeah. Where do most of the students come from? Are they locals or are they from all over the world?
3: Um, all over. So there's a hundred countries, over a hundred countries represented, you know, in at EHL. So it's a very diverse community. You know, we work a lot in teams. So, for example, in my first year, my t- I was in a team of about thirteen. And in that team was a girl from Nigeria, a girl from South Korea, you know, this guy from Lithuania, yeah. um, England. So it's really a diverse, you know, melting pot. And when you actually experience that diversity, is you is when you really, you you know, see the value of it. You know, kind of how many things we have in common, how, you know, the different upbringings that you know these people have had, how that shapes their perception of the world. So it is, you know, it is a very um, beneficial and, you know, learning, you know, opportunity. And, and I, was, I was very grateful for it. Mm.
2: Most people uh, that want to get into the hotel industry land up at hotel school. Can you compare the two with uh, the hotel school against what you did? Um, it is
3: it's, it is essentially a hotel school. Like the, this, the name is Ecole Hotelier de Lausanne, which is, you know, hotel school of of lausanne hmm. so it it is a hotel school, but you know what i've found is that there's a very you know the view that we tend to have of hotel school is that you know you you 're starting to be a chef or you know a waiter or you know to to stay in like a hotel you know it 's a very um, narrow kind of view whereas the skills you pick up and that you need to know to to have the you know, to get the bachelor and to have an, an education in hotel school, it's it's is very broad. So, for example, now many of my the colleagues that i have graduated with some are in you know finance, working you know for firms like Ernst and Young. Some with consulting. Um, some are in you know luxury retail.
2: Oh, so they're not One, in the hotel uh, industry as such. A lot of them have moved out. Um, it's, yeah,
3: and, and a lot of them are also, also in the hotel you know industry and have opened their own restaurants, their own businesses, are... In um, management trainings in different hotel brands, so it's it's very broad. And you know, the value of that that we we've, we've been seeing from the employer market is that it's you, the focus in hospitality is people, and you know we that's the main focus. And then all of the different skills are you know build up what you know the main focus is, which should be people. And so that's why you'll have you know banking industries legal. Um, you know, marketing luxury will all are all valuing that because ultimately, you you're selling products or a service to people, and being able to do that to the best of your ability, you need you really need to have an understanding of people working in teams. You know, leadership ability, um, management, and having that kind of um, global view to be able to guide, you know, the decisions you take and and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's.
2: Yeah. Essentially,
3: yeah, it's, it's, very an mm. says,
1: yeah, Lana, it's an academic. Lorna says, yeah, Lorna, it's an academic? It's a degree. You know, mm. it's a four-year BSc. It's an mm. academic qualification as well as a hands-on qualification. And it, it's, it, it's by reputation. It's the best hotel school in the world.
2: Mm. Mm. Let's rewind a little. Let's take you back to when you were a young student uh, in 2013. What age were you then?
3: Um, I was, I think, 17 at, at the time.
2: You were just out of school?
3: Um, yes, yes. Uh, I and just gra- graduated the end of 2012. You know, I'm a trick.
2: What school did you go to, if I may ask?
3: Um, I went to Hilton College in Pietermaritzburg. I was okay. very fortunate to have a bursary to... Are you a Zulu boy? To, you know.
2: Yeah, originally. Uh, no,
3: Tasa no. okay. and so too actually.
2: Okay, all right. So uh, at 17, you matriculated, and then this came along, this wonderful learnership that was being offered by the, Cath, the Catholic CETA. Um and you signed up with them. You signed in May 2013. You said, "Cool, I'm getting a four-year learnership program, paid for in full by Cathcita, and 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 a an marvelous award, isn't it, bursary, at that time?" Yes,
3: no, really, it really, really was, and you know, it really was a dream come true because you know i I thought my chances of you know getting that were seen you know slim to slim to none, so mm. when something that you know is a distinct you know faint um glimmer of hope in in, in the distance becomes a reality it's it's um, a very great feeling
2: okay you you um you signed up your they paid for your first year and you flew across had you been overseas before or was this your first trip
3: um it was one of you know the the first trips i was fortunate that um for a little you know period of time my um my mother was a journalist for one of the in-flight magazines and so that's kind of where you know reading those articles and you know the global view and all that where kind of my love for hospitality sparked yes so you know when it actually came to fruition you know living in a just a place where you can't speak a word of the the language is is, and then the weather the weather's experience. freezing
2: <laughs> yeah as well the weather and um, the food exactly. and everything is very different exactly. to what you were count- oh, what you were used different. to. Okay, your first year you sailed through without a problem. You indeed, got did indeed. Yeah. And then did you come back uh, to South Africa after your uh, finishing the first year?
3: Yes, yes.
2: And then you approached the CETA and you said, right, well, I've done well. I want to report back to you. Um, you know, I want to talk about next year and tell you what, you know, how I've done. What was the reaction? It it was strange because I,
3: you know, I was, I was expecting a lot more uh, kind of back and forth, you know, how, how I could, you know, help. Like, is there anything I could share? Do you want me to write up you know, an article or anything to kind of um you know build especially the hospitality side of that and and you know really work on that image and as well to find out like you know going forward like what what expectations and you know kind of to plan for for the way forward and I, i was struggling to you know to get you know meetings and to to you know uh Plan for the next fees and when that can be paid. And
2: were they avoiding you? Did you get the feeling they were kind of trying to avoid you?
3: Yes, yes. So it was, yeah. I was trying to understand, you know, what was the reasoning for that. And Mm. you know, little did I know that on the other hand, there was a lot more things going on behind the scenes. Mm.
2: What Hmm. what did they tell you when you eventually got hold of them? What was their what was the discussion? Uh, it was kind
3: of, you know, just that they're if if I remember correctly that they, you know, that they're on administration and, you know, there's these things going on and so initially for me that that seemed like outside of my scope because I'm not really, you know, I wasn't really involved in in any of. What kind of, what would have been going on from that point of view? So it's.
2: Did you involve your parents? Did you bring your parents into that one?
3: Yes, yes. My my parents, you know, were very involved. I'm extremely grateful for them because they're great uh, support systems and, you know, they really have the mental fortitude of of monks because, you know, there are times when I was extremely stressed and, you know, panicking and they held us together as well as Lorna and you know so so many other people so
2: yeah well the problem was that uh, you needed to make provision for next year's fees at the time exactly. and uh, the money wasn't forthcoming they're very strict with their money in Switzerland aren't they i mean if you don't pay yes you you, you know you're in trouble and they what did exactly. they
3: exactly the the, dead, the deadline was nearing you know very very quickly and i was getting you know no traction from the other side and um it yeah, really it really was a battle to get a hold of them and then was eventually… Launa,
2: maybe Lorna when were you brought in at that time or a little later or
1: no I didn't do the first Don't p- run
2: away please. Uh, we're just gonna bring mm. Lorna in,
1: yeah. I didn't do the first um urgent application. It was mm. done um by Ezra Motlala and Advocate Gama. Yeah. And that's what was that application? Yeah. That was an urgent because mm. the uh, come a little closer, Lorna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can hear myself yeah. breathing good, good, if I good, do good. that. Good. <laughs> so can our listeners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: We'd love your breathing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Th- so so Ezra and um Corsi did did the first urgent, because. Luanda was due back in Switzerland on the 7th. Mm. And, you know, by the time his father had pinned them down on the 25th of August, and he had to be back in Switzerland on the 7th of September, Mm. um, and they'd been dodging and ducking and diving, etc um saying, don't worry we are under administration but we have uh, made provision we've budgeted for you under don't worry on the 4th of september 3 days before he's meant to start school again um Te Bocho received an email teboho is, Te is dead yeah teboho receives an email and said oops we're so sorry the I've I've
2: actually got the wording It says As per the directorate Of the administrator I regret to inform you That the cath seater Will no longer be funding Your son Hmm. Luyanda Alexander's Overseas Studies. And that's it. Go to hell. Do what yeah, you like.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's What's it? A two-liner or something? Yeah, it's a,
2: actually a two-liner. After
1: leading them down, I mean, Luyanda yeah. had been back at home for, well, what would be the European summer holidays mm. here mm. from from the end of June. Yeah. And they leave it right up until three days before he's meant to go back to school on the 7th of September. Mm. And then this is what they do. So, so they brought in an so, urgent application. An urgent application, which came before Judge... Victor Yes
2: What was the nature Of the application What relief were they seeking To compel them To To to... compel the CETA To pay up Absolutely, well, yeah.
1: you know, contractual obligation Yes Yeah, to compel them to pay Did they
2: oppose the application?
1: Absolutely, with the most incredible vehemence I wasn't, sure. I wasn't on board at the time But obviously I've got Well, you've papers. seen the papers Absolutely What did they try and suggest? I mean. They wanted to suggest that all sorts of skullduggery had taken place And that they didn't know why Leander had been given such an expensive bursary And mm. that they wanted to uh, Essentially they bought a counter-application to ask for uh, A declaration For the inv- invalidity Of the of the bursary contact That would
2: really mean that uh, Luyanda's parents Or Luyanda himself would have to repay All the money if he lost
1: Well that's, that's of course what they um, that's, that's what a, they were seeking At, at this stage, I think that they don't know, they didn't know what they were seeking. They were yeah. seeking to have the contract declared invalid, you yeah. know, and unlawful. I yeah. mean, how mm. scary
2: for you, uh, Luyanda, uh, to, to face this. Where were you? You were in Johannesburg when all this was going on? Yes, the first yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, did you go to court on the urgent application and see your advocate and lawyer fighting for, for your second year's uh, payment? I, I
3: did, I mm. did, yeah, no, it was very, very Frighting, scary, scary you know, very nerve-wracking. I mean, uh, what were
2: they suggesting, you know, that they don't have the money, or are they suggesting that they didn't have to pay it, what was the suggestion?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, like, Lorna can correct me on this, but uh, it it was, there were a lot of kind of aspersions being casted, you know, there's irregular, unlawful, and, you know, mm. that. They even, you know, I, I think like there was some wording initially that uh, they said like it, it bordered on corruption, mm-hmm. and um, it it was it, it was jaw dropping because, you know, who one moment you've you,
1: you you're know you're on top your, of the world, dreams, yeah, you're you know, on top of the world, and, then, you, and then they yeah. they
3: all up in flames in front of you. So it's yeah. Just, yeah, it's very never. Okay, so
2: the case came before Judge Victor, who's a very good judge, and she made an order.
1: Saying what, Lorna? Oh well, I've got it tell. But basically, she said that she compelled them to pay, yeah. and 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 she granted uh, um, their right to have a a, a counter application. She said,
2: "You you you can carry on fighting. You can suggest whatever you want, but That's right. pay up now, yeah. and the case can just continue. And eventually, you can dis- we'll, some judge will decide whether That's there right. was." Corrupt activity or not
1: Yes yeah. I mean But the cheek of it They brought no evidence Of it etc They yes. were just they, they were just wheedling and, and So they, she she postponed the case And made them pay She did Did they pay Absolutely not The nerve of it They were in contempt So Sorry Lou
2: Are you still sitting In your Johannesburg home No 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 you know What happened no, to you When Judge no.
1: Victor Compelled them to pay yes. um you know, and they did nothing. Yes. Luanda's parents paid for him to fly back because, of, of course, essentially we'd won that, yes. or, or that we hadn't. I did wouldn't. you have
2: a court? I mean, you probably had a court order showing the Swiss school that uh,
1: that he could start. That you, the you new could academic start. we were going
2: to pay. Yeah. Am I right? I mean, how did how did you get into second year? Was it a, was it a problem it's, for you, Luanda? Luanda.
3: Um. It. 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 Yeah. It was. And you I have to be. I've to be extremely grateful for the. You know, the finance department at EHL, and you know, for for the patience. You know, that they showed because you know, all I had really was the court order. You know, saying that they would pay, and you know, I. For me, I thought you know once you know there's a, you know, ruling from you know the court that really you know. It's unless you'd be in contempt to not follow through with that. So as you know, time was going down, and you know you can only flash the the court order order Uh, for for so long. How embarrassing for you! Absolutely.
2: So it's there's no doubt that they just um, they did not comply with the court order, notwithstanding uh, that the judge should pay. They
1: didn't. So they were they they in contempt. So what happened? Well. I think they issued a, what they call a writ, no, well, at which that is to stage, attach. Yeah. Yeah. At that stage, I was on board. So. Okay. We, what did you do? Well, we issued a writ, and uh. it was for their movable property. So they went into the Sita in Killani in Johannesburg, yeah. Yeah. and they scraped together. I mean, the. A few desk typewriters, <laughs> and, and old typewriters and computers. About, th- about thirty thousand rand's worth, and, and yeah. Leander's fees were six hundred thousand. You know. No. And uh, what was the reaction? To what? To the, to, to the, to, to the, to the sheriff rich.
2: of the court, yes. Oh, arriving absolute. and attaching their assets. I mean,
1: ab- absolute, mm. uh, you know, I mean, they, they couldn't have given a hoot, actually. Mm. Anyway, so we tried to get their lawyers around the table and we talked and we did all sorts of things and it mm. made absolutely no difference. So I attached mm. their bank account and froze it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How much was in it? Do Se- you know? Several million, yeah. Really? <laughs>
2: sure. yeah. Several million.
1: Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so. Yeah. Did that? So, make no, them, well, that yeah. That, that now, made them now pay. They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They've they, been ducking no, and diving.
2: Yeah, now they can't get any money out. Absolutely. So
1: the bank account was frozen. So yeah. they then yeah. brought an urgent. They trotted off to court within days. We were in front of um, first of all Fundalinda, yeah. and you know they, they wa-
2: brought an urgent application to set
1: aside the attachment of their bank account. Basically, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. On what basis? Um well, you know, their replying affidavit was never submitted, so we didn't really know. So they know. just rocked up they, and said, we want to stop this. Yeah, they they said, th- we've reasonable. got things to pay, you know, yeah. let us pay. You, you know, you're obstructing our, our, our mandate. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. It's government. I mean, it's... it's that government. is the yeah. point. That yeah. is the point. And I think yeah. that's what we should get to discussing before we Well, end. this falls under the, the
2: Labor, Minister of Labor, doesn't it? This The CETAs. So, well, um, it's training, yep. Yeah,
1: so it's Labor. I'm and not so sure, actually. No, Do it you know? It's
2: under the Minister of Labor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So now what happened to their application to stop, to set aside your attachment of their bank account?
1: Okay, so by the time, you know, after the second day, uh, we came before Acting Judge Fisher, and she yeah. sent us outside to settle. She said, Go out and settle. Ar- it's ridiculous. You g- absolutely. Yeah. Stop yeah. wasting the court's time. Yeah. You know? yeah. So we did settle, and, and the settlement was made a, 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 an order of court. But you'd think.
2: Well, what was the settlement?
1: The settlement was to pay his, his, his that year's academic fees. So they, they agreed. They said, all right, we agree, we'll pay it. Just unfreeze account. Well, we said, we're not account. lifting, yeah. we, you know, we're not going to unfreeze your account unless you pay. So, yeah. you know, send us, send us proof of payment and we'll unfreeze it. But they
2: couldn't, where were they going to pay it from? If you've, From the very
1: same bank account, you know, if,
2: if, if. So you would, you would agree to release the 600,000, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yes. So did they pay it?
1: Yes. Oh, they, they did? They did pay it. Yes. No, th- they paid that year's fees. The second. This is the second year we're talking about. So, well, actually, you've been a bit confused about first and second and third year at this stage. But okay. at this stage, we're fighting about third year fees. Okay, whatever, yeah, right. Yeah. But then, of course, yeah. this was an entire year late. Oh. And so the, the, the Ecole in, in Lausanne had mm-hmm. got a bit smart about this. So they sent Leonda a letter at the end of July and said, if you haven't paid by the thirtieth of August, if you haven't paid both lots of fees, in other words mm-hmm. your third year fees yes. and your fourth year fees in advance. Yes. We're gonna um, scope you out. Yeah. And Is that, that
2: right, Luyander? Yes yeah,
3: that's 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 correct. Yeah. So we're we're still trying to get the fees for the previous year and the deadline for the next year's fees. Uh. No were uh,
1: so, so We're approaching. Had, so and, yeah, and, and 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 we couldn't get them to come to the table about the fourth year fees either at this stage. Yes. And this was dashing off to uh, their lawyers and trying to get them around the table. Did you bring another application? Yes. <laughs> oh, another, another urgent. Another we had, urgent. We had bring the court
2: must be sick of you
1: people. yeah oh, this uh, time was, uh, they argued fully and we argued fully. Who was your advocate? Yeah. Ah, uh, a wonderful guy called. Um, Jan Duplessis at this stage, yeah. Where's he from? Which bar is he at? Um, he was at the Cape Bar, and yeah. he's not the Midwest boy. Comes from Portageville. Okay, yeah. So you very, very good contract uh, advocate. Yeah, yeah. He's,
3: yeah he, I'm a he, very big fan of uh, Jan. He's he's, he's, he, he's a maestro in the you know the courtroom. It's it's very fun to watch him. You know to watch him. You know, watch him work like he. Yeah. The, roo- the room, he, he really captures the energy in there. So I was very fortunate that had him as an advocate.
1: But, but we also had a very, very good ant- interaction between us, which is always sort of very important. Between you thing. and the, and the between advocate. Between attorney exactly. and counsel. yeah. Hansel, yeah. yeah. Because Who was your judge? At this stage, on, yeah. on, 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 on fourth year, yes. it was Madiba, and yeah. we argued fully. And, um, I just don't understand. Was their argument the same? That there was a, the, do you know what uh, was their argument? For, well, first of all, their argument um, was that the contract was unlawfully um, awarded. You know, and the bursary was unlawfully in awarded. In what in what respect? They weren't quite sure themselves, you know. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. they manufactured a few things under administrative law and they said that the, the previous administrator had overreached and it hadn't gone before the board and that Leander must have known somebody inside and so therefore there'd been some sort of corruption and skullduggery. Ooh. I mean, they just came with anything that they that they chose. Fat, a fat affidavit, you know.
2: What they were paying their lawyers and advocates, they could have paid towards the uh, the birthplace. Yeah, so they could have saved… Yeah. Tons of money. But yeah. the
1: interesting thing was that, mm. that uh the the new administrator of the Sita I don't know if I should use his name, um, apparently stood in judges in Judge Victor's chambers and told her that he would rather spend millions fighting this case than then than pay this bursary. Hmm. I mean too extraordinary. I mean so it became a personal vendetta it mm. would seem mm. of him against um Luanda he, and his family. Yeah, you know. Anyway, you know, one would think, so So off, and, and Mudiba, the third judge in a row, also mm. compelled them to pay, again as an interim order, and said, you know, costs will follow. Is this for the last year now? This, this is for, for, for yes, yeah. for, for the fourth year.
2: Luyanda, did you pass the three years without a problem? He flew through. Yes.
1: Yeah. He f- yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. you flew through, according he flew to, to Lorna. Yeah. <laughs> no, represent- Actually, I have something very nice here. Wait a second. I just want to find it. It's you talking about, uh, um, it's the, your conclusion uh, the, on, of your third, year academic report. You say, I remain extremely grateful, this is you, uh, Luanda, for this opportunity mm-hmm. to be an ambassador for my country and to attend the world's leading hospitality management school. I hope it is clear from this report and from my previous annual reports I've done everything I can do to make the most of the opportunity. It's been very challenging and stressful to study under the constant threat of being kicked out of school for unpaid fees, but I've still performed well under the circumstances. Wow.
0: Very nice. Oh no, that's heartwarming. Yeah.
2: yeah. We yeah. still got to find out what's happened to you and we we'll come to that. And well, we really, haven't finished yet, yeah, no, because we, can you yeah. believe it? <laughs> yes.
1: You would think that after they'd been forced by the third judge to pay... um uh, the final year's legal fees that they would pay, it, but they didn't. No, no they, they did They had to pay that yes. very day because yes. remember the 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 um, Ecole had given a deadline yes. and said you will pay by the thirtieth of August, and we were in an co- urgent court on the thirtieth of August, mm-hmm. and and so they were instructed to pay and to send me a. Uh,
0: Proof of payment.
1: To send me proof of payment. Mm. And it was that then that uh, Luanda was brandishing around at their call, you know, because mm. still, you know, we had to get foreign currency and all of that sort of thing operating. Mm. Anyway, but you would think that that would be the end of it, but mm. no, not a sausage. They then, on, in January 2018, decided to revive well, the, counter, the counter application that Victor um, – had had said to them, okay, you can proceed with your counter application, you mm. know. So well, they wanted to bring that one back on the roll
2: and argue that. Wow.
1: Well, yes, this is so. Uh, Who's paying all these legal
2: fees in that's the meantime? the point, isn't yeah. it? You know, yeah.
1: civil servants who don't have to, you know, I mean, deep pockets are always a very threatening thing. Yeah, for I mean,
2: our ex president Zuma uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. is utilizing <laughs> taxpayers' money as well. Um, this is our money they're using to fight uh, young. 18-year-old or 19-year-old yes. certainly yeah.
1: but 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 this time they abandoned their r- review of the contract they said okay um, we're not going to fight for this contract to be declared unlawful anymore we're going to say that we have extinguished our obligations because we paid for his first year and that was the figure that was uh, so they came mm. along and said it was
2: only a one-year contract. Yeah, this was the new defence. Yes, everything's cool. There's no more corrupt activity here, but it was only meant to be for one year, and uh, you must pay back all the money we paid for the other years. You must pay that back. Yeah. And they now that that's enough. Million? To, yeah, that's enough to ruin anyone, especially sure. a young man Not starting true. out in life. Yeah,
1: Luanda, you still there?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Agreed. I think he's right.
1: holding his breath because he got such a fright at the time. <laughs> Did you
2: <laughs> did you know they were after you for the, all the money they'd paid for the for the previous three previous three years?
3: Yes, yeah, yes. But yeah, that's so, it kind so, of so in it, a it, sense,
1: really... n- not a bursary but a loan. Is what they were trying to turn it into. Yeah. I mean, any argument will do, you know, any port in a storm.
2: Uh, Luanda, we have Lionel makoko in studio. He's uh, our yeah. contributor. Lion, do you want to talk about this as well?
0: Yeah, Luanda, Le- I just wanted to find out what did that do to you mentally, uh, having to go to class, knowing that you've got this huge case pending, uh, which is actually going to define your whole future?
3: It's, yeah, it's very, very stressful because you, you really... You feel like any day someone could walk in and say, "You need to pack your things and leave and next thing you know you've you've got you've done years you know and you've got nothing to show for it there's no degree, and you know you're back at square one you know where to go so it was it was extremely you know stressful and you know again, I was very happy and very fortunate to have support systems like Lorna, my parents, and everyone who um, who was there and you know, who are supportive of of the case. Even you know, even the the judges, you know, you have a whole like a team of silks on the other side trying to find any, you know, loophole to to get out of um, this this bursary and yes it's very very confusing, very stressful, you know, you trying to understand if it's anything you've you've done wrong or like do you know who who, do i have any have had any contact with this person before because it really did seem you know personal and um yeah and like as Lorna mentioned like he had said to you know the um, in in judge victor's chambers that you know that he was willing to take it to the highest court so it is. It it really was like a weight that I was just kind of dragging around. But as well, you want to make the most out of your opportunity and, and to to get involved and, wow, you know, to really try to make ma- it worthwhile.
0: In making the most of your, of the opportunity in terms of your studying, how much effort did you really put into it?
3: Loads, loads of effort, and um, you know. With academics, you really you really want to make that the focus, but as well, trying to go you know beyond that with extracurriculars. Um, you know, I was fortunate to be chosen to go to the Africa Hotel Investment Forum, in, which was hosted in in Addis Ababa, and to you know network, represent represent my country, represent you know the school, and you know mingle with African leaders in the hospitality industry and you know so kind of getting involved and using all the resources available so that i can really say that you know of this opportunity um i've done as much as i can and um you know it's 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 been worthwhile and it was and i was a good person to choose for it and you know all of that so that was kind of my my driving um You know, point and motivation. uh, Yeah, I
2: think that most people probably would have given up a long time before you did. Uh, You never did, but you know, when you faced with uh, senior counsel against you and teams of lawyers, and you might have to repay the money, you never know how a court goes. It's frightening. It's Mm -hmm. scary. uh, You could have lost everything, but you stood your ground, and with great legal counsel, you did extremely well. Let me give to our listeners the case which has been reported it's um, the the name of the case is Alexander versus Casita or Culture Arts Tourism Hospitality Alexander versus Culture Arts Tourism Hospitality Sector Uh, please uh, type that into Google after that put Safli. S-A-F-L-I-I Safli. you'll see that you can read the whole case it's fascinating I've read it it runs into a number of pages What I liked at the end, Lorna, is that the costs were awarded against the CETA um, on the attorney and client Uh, basis, which Mm -hmm. is higher than the tariff. Normally, the tariff of costs is a bit like the medical aid tariff. This is a higher tariff. It's a punitive cost. Punitive, which means that the CETA landed up paying a fortune of legal fees. Not only did did they have to cover Luyanda's, but they had to pay their own. Wow. Uh, they had a senior council, which we know can be 30, 40, 50, 60,000 Rand a day, which is what they got. Yeah. Um, they spent that kind of money to try and fight uh, a young student. So crazy, isn't it?
0: It's very yeah. crazy because uh, it's nothing to celebrate about because it's our tax money. So yeah. for them it's like nothing. Yeah. It's our tax. It doesn't money. affect their
2: pocket it exactly. They were fear.
0: absolutely
2: recalcitrant from start yeah. to yeah.
0: finish. Yeah. But yeah. I mean somebody must be held accountable. Somebody has to pay that from the You know what? Own. That's a
2: very good point. Yeah. Because what happens here is they lose the case, they walk away and no one cares. Exactly. Um, someone should be held accountable. I hope that the powers that that could however hold someone accountable are listening to this. True. I mean you know, it's a bit like lines we've done many of these shows where a policeman uh, assaults someone else, they get the minister of justice gets sued, the minister of justice pays, but the policeman gets off scot-free. Certainly, and this is here the administrator, whoever was behind this,
1: should pay something out of their own pocket. They should. Well, interestingly enough, that we when we looked at the Cathceter website the other day, or mm. or Lou's mum did, um, there is an acting new administrator. So whether we were uh, in any way responsible for Mister mm. K. Having to leave, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, tell us what you're up to in London at the moment. What are
2: you doing?
3: Um, yes, so I'm kind of uh, wrapping up an internship. Um, one of the things, what before you end of the course, you have you know the option to do either a thesis or a student business project. Yes. You know where you where you have the opportunity to, to tackle a real business case with you know real clients over. Uh, Nine weeks, so you know that's one of the the big you know things I'm, I'm I'm very grateful for with the courses is the kind of real life experience you know you you get and you have big companies from like Nestle to we had um, a few years back UEFA um, wanted you know a team of students to design the VIP experience for. For the Europa League final, mm-hmm. so you know it's so it's it's all of these different kind of things. So the the project we had was for a a luxury um, hospitality investment company based in London to kind of um, re revitalize their their approach, their strategy, and to you know kind of prepare them for the the digital world that we're living in. So I was I was very fortunate to be brought on to kind of to implement the recommendations that as a team we had come up with so that's so that's an internship I've been doing anyway, now we, that we,
2: we, be c- we really hope that you come back to South Africa we need people like it, you no certainly, and, certainly. Uh, I'm sure you can walk in and, and name your price and name your job <laughs> just don't go and work for the cat seat or whatever you do or maybe you should <laughs> um, credit to your attorney Lorna Ferguson you're a Lorna you're new in the game although you're you were older in age, you
1: qualified much older, didn't you? I I was admitted in my 50s, yeah. Really? Yeah. What did you do before? I was an art museum director and uh, I set up the first Johannesburg Biennale, which means that I was dealing with contemporary international South African art and reintegrating us into the cultural arena after the end of apartheid and... Um,
2: yeah, so you're a late bloomer in law terms uh, in your 50s, having become an attorney. Has it been to your advantage? Is, is maturity, does it help you?
1: Oh, well, I absolutely love it, actually. Yeah. You I love really the practice
2: of law? Do. I do, yeah. I do. Why did you choose law at, at an older age? Or did you always want to be a lawyer?
1: Well, my twin um, studied law. Mm-hmm. I've got a, um, a brother twin. And he studied law when we were undergraduates, but I did fine art and I became uh, the director of Tatham Art Gallery in Peter Marisburg, where I stayed for about 17 years. Mm-hmm. And then when I left <clears throat> and I was freelancing, um, it became apparent to me that uh, I might not be able to buy any toothpaste by the time I was 65 if we carried on. You know, I had mm. a string of trainees, etc. Yeah, well, you could use bicarb of soda, nothing like <laughs> You know that
2: <laughs> Colonel Sanders, this is something I know. He's the Ken- KFC man, Kentucky Fried oh, Chicken yeah. guy. Do you know, Line? Uh, he started, uh, he sold his franchise business, uh, I think he started at 62. Yes. yeah. He was very old. Amazing. And he only sold it for $2 million. Today it's worth, uh, I don't know, billions. Yeah, that, but yeah. look at,
0: uh, let's just yeah. come home. There yeah. are comments?
2: Pick and Pay? Absolutely. Yeah, he was. Well, no, fired. No, the, yeah, but Raymond Ackerman was, was 40, a young. In the 40, man. No, 30, 40s, or so. he no, was still a young man, I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm. So, for anyone who thinks that they, starting out late is dead end, uh, they're wrong. No. Well done to you, Lorna. Yeah, no, it, it, it yeah. seems
3: like yeah. Lorna has, you, you know, when you, when you work with them, you speak to her, it's just like she's been, you know, and she's been doing it for decades. Like, you. Did you, know gorgo, you. did you know this
2: gogo? Did you know this gogo was uh, a late bloomer, or did you think she was? Uh, I, I, I uh, ain't a gogo doll. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe Tuliyanda <laughs> you are. Anyway, you're in a very attractive uh, gogo. Although you may not want to be one. Luanda, well done. A story of courage.
0: It's certainly. Yeah. And keep up yeah. the flag of South Africa flying high in Switzerland. And Always. when you come Always. back, please bring some Swiss chocolates.
3: Yeah.
2: You can of course, bring Lionel uh, the Rolex if you like. They make them <laughs> there, yeah. I may not. This is
1: chocolates. Remember this
2: name. Coach. It's Luanda Lecejo Alexander. Ah, perfect. Yeah, Beautiful story. Yeah, he's going to be Beautiful. someone special in South. Africa yeah no. yeah i you're think you for president, president. Yeah. okay good luck to you buddy <laughs> thanks for your time thank it's you been for, great speaking you to you me. you're in London the weather must be marvelous there in the midsummer
3: yeah um London <laughs> yeah
2: well not quite uh,
3: no not, not there yet but we have moments we have <laughs> we have a couple of hours of summer every yeah. every week so.
2: Okay, cool. Thanks for this to you, Lorna Ferguson. Many thanks for joining us and thank it's you, been very Harry. interesting. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. To our listeners, thanks for listening. Until next Tuesday Lions, uh, we out of here. Cheers oh, certainly.
1: Law. Like you've never heard it before. The laws of life. With Gary Hertzberg on
2: Cliffcentral.com.